there you go you can hear us you can still hear me yeah. right yeah awesome man okay good, good. all yes, right you see it's official all right I official all right so, all right so this is take two we had some technical difficulties at the beginning uh as we try to figure this out but this is our first official uh podcast phone calls with friends uh just three regular dudes uh just talking about life and everything that happens in it so pretty exciting, man. I'm glad that we're all doing this together for sure. Definitely. You know, it's a interesting time what's going on here in America, guys. I mean, a lot is changing, you know, in, in, in almost every single way. Obviously now, George Floyd, racism and things of that nature. But even if we're looking at the country as a whole, the concept of what's the role that the government's supposed to do in our lives, police, their role, relationships, LGBTQXRYZ123. I mean, we're all over the place. so a lot of changes going on so it's a good opportunity for uh, like-minded people to exchange some ideas so you know i'm I'm excited for it absolutely man absolutely you're right though there's a lot going on nowadays but uh yeah you know especially with um you know let's even go with uh even right now you know these uh brett weinstein when he was talking about this police officer and how he made a good point that you know, here in America, you're not supposed to, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. You know, one is not supposed to be automatically sentenced to some, to some, um, to some uh, consequence without a proper, without a proper trial of your jurors. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying is a good point that it seems like already this guy, whether he's innocent or not, and it seems like he's in his, uh, a guilty, definitely. I mean, we could all see things that he could have done better. And that wasn't his point, which I think Joe Rogan was trying to, you know. Anyway, that wasn't his point. <laughs> uh, his point was still, though, that this man has already been tried and, and found guilty without even going. Yeah. Out. He's already been guilty. And if for whatever reason, if he's not found guilty, you know, who knows the type of chaos that will ensue. So whether some evidence comes about that shows like, hey, this guy's actually, there might be some room to give him so where he's not... Uh, first degree murder or whatever they have them on um the streets would go crazy the streets would go crazy you know yeah i i i, I kind of get that feel too that people are i forgot how you put it he says it's you know there's due process and then he said something like it's just uh people are being accused but well i guess what he, what he was trying to say because i can't remember his exact quote but he was saying like you know people are like you said being found guilty uh by the masses not 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 going through the whole justice system mm-hmm. and i noticed that too but man i tell everybody i don't know how much of this is being uh you know induced by just doom scrolling man you know if, if you're on twitter and you're just watching police brutality videos where well, they're gonna pile mm-hmm. up more police brutality videos if you're on facebook and you're watching you know the liberals you know attacking cops and and you know beating up old ladies and and stuff. <laughs> yeah. facebook is gonna pile more of that on you that's true and, and i mean I, i'm not you know obviously i'm just a joshua i don't know anything about programming or anything like that but i i believe that all this is being blown up because people are just doom scrolling man and it, it, it's starting to create a fog it's, it's it's turning a very complicated situation into you know uh good guys bad guys and both sides think each other's the bad guy and they think themselves to be the good guy because of social media. It's, uh, it's very interesting you say that because I, and I think a lot of people too, that's up is because we're doom scrolling because we see what happens with George Floyd and the Breonna Taylors and the names that we know of. 
but as long as you're on the internet we're still seeing this happen everywhere yeah. like we're still seeing white cops messing up black people in particular like like the one the, the guy that got his arm broken or whatever trying to sue for seven hundred thousand because yeah. it was the wrong person they were going after yeah. like this has happened and i feel like it's it's almost like a vicious cycle because as long as it's still happening like i feel like people started rioting and made this whole black lives matter protest so big thinking it would really stop stuff and when they're still seeing it happen it's just fueling the fire yeah. So every time you see another video of another black person get beat by a white cop, after all of this protest and everything, it's just enraging them even more. And it's like, how do you stop that? Because the way that technology is programmed now is exactly what you're saying, doom scrolling. Like you're gonna get links to related mm -hmm. videos. Yes. So as long as you keep seeing those videos, you're just constantly seeing this all the time. Yep. And eventually you're just like, man, this this isn't gonna stop no matter what we do. And then like then it, it brings that question of what what do we do if this doesn't stop like how are we really gonna go about bringing our message to the point where we are making the change that we're trying to see if we know what that change is yeah so i don't know it's, it's crazy I, I wonder like um what um what are we you know what are, i would like to i would like this movement to have a bit more or focus a bit more focus you you know um this doom scrolling thing it's gonna happen you know Facebook at the end of the day is a business. The, their business gets profit by more people using their product. And if people use their product, if they're motivated by fear or anger or passion, the algorithms are going to just spit out because at the end of the day, they just want the clicks. I wonder, one, what does that say about reality in general? You know, what is, what is, the, what is the state of the world? Do we even know what the world is right now? Because all we, the only feed we get is through our social media websites, and those are super filtered by algorithms. So it doesn't even give us a clear, balanced, objective perspective of how things are going on in the world. Yes, undoubtedly, police brutality is going on, police officers, and the lack of training that's going on. It's, it's happening. The question is to what degree and um, what can we do to really fix it? And I'm waiting to see that. I mean, maybe you guys have heard it, but I'm waiting to see how do we fix it? Because right now, all I'm seeing is defund the police. That's all I'm yeah. saying, you know? And even the word defund, they're not even saying get rid of, but defund. But to what degree? Like, you know, what? how much are we defunding? Um, I think a question that we really need to have and what we need to talk about is what role is the police supposed to have in the community? And um, have a strong conversation about that. And maybe the rules, laws, regulations that are in place that uh, prevent either A, the good cops or the bad cops from being held accountable because for whatever reason, it's still happening on. Why, why is this allowing the system to get through? And B, um, I think the system already is incentivized not to protect this, not to protect citizens, but to um, just keep order just keep order and um order subjective you know some people may say peaceful protesting against police brutality is unorganized i see donald trump tweeting all the time law and order in regards to what's going on in seattle but if you look at what's going on in seattle i mean it's not a riot they're not looting like crazy it's fizzling out it's nothing crazy going on in there it's not yeah. you know, it's nothing like people raping people in the streets and people murdering people every day it's just it's just <laughs> it's people that have a passion but have no direction. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> no direction. That's what it is. So yeah. this, 
but the media and I, I watch on a lot of conservative channels they're painting it as it's anarchy over there in some chaotic way and for people who are leaning towards conservatism like conservatism um, um, uh, arena um, you're not getting a clear perspective of what's going on and how can you make a, a sound judgment if that's what you're getting yeah I agree with you 100% man it's a shame because this is a good opportunity to do something the right way but it's just it's not happening that way man it's it's being thrown all over the place and then there's people who are being influenced by everything that's going on to act you know who are trying to do things to go viral like there's this uh, a video i saw just you know to use as a as an illustration of how everybody's mind is being rewired into nonsense i saw a video on tiktok of a dude walking up to a cop basically trying to instigate something with him to make a video go viral he's like oh am i being detained and the cop is like saying bro you came up to me you're never detained or do you need something he's like no and he's like let me get your badge number like doing the whole thing that you see people do and the cop's like you have my badge number like just film it but you need some you came up to me you walked up to me and at and and now and just came up at me like came at the cop like that like and then like you know oh and he kept asking am i being detained am i being detained the cop's like you were never detained i was just like going through, you know he was just walking through yeah. the car yeah. yeah you know what i mean and the people's minds are being rewired and it's a shame because you see stuff like that and then you're like dude like this is gonna be a waste of uh, of a lot of people's sacrifice because no matter what there is a lot of bs in the whole situation that we're going through right now but there was a lot of people who are seriously you know trying to make a positive change for all American citizens, you know what I mean? And trying to shine light to the problems that we have. And I respect it a lot, but it's getting lost, man. And then you have fools, you have fools trying to go viral. You have fools just uh, doom scrolling to the point that their brains are rewired, man, you know? But, you know, you say stuff like that and I, I think it's very interesting. When, <laughs> when I hear a story like that, I think about, I think about the humans, like the first humans, who were aware like that they were just alive you know like just the curiosity of like wait i'm alive and what is life like i'm trying to experience and hone and focus on just life you know what i'm saying and i feel like at one time there was no time for that buffoonery for anybody like no one was thinking let me just make some dumb video to go viral on the internet like there was no level of that stupid i, I would like to think i don't know i didn't live back in the day but I feel like before technology is the way it is now, no one focused on stupid stuff mm. like that. And there's a lot of people with that just do stuff stupid on that level, yeah. like in general, yep. due to technology or whatever. Like that's 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 a much. I don't say the majority. I don't want to say majority. A lot of yeah. people yeah. though, and it, it's enough to affect things. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people in general have kind of been distracted of, just trying to. I guess educate themselves on not just life, but who they are, what it is to be human and hone in on honestly, necessities, facts of just, you know, progressing in life in general, you know, and not just for yourself, but for the better of the people. Absolutely. You know, like no one's thinking like that, bro, ever. Like I'll say no one, but it's not a lot of people. Yeah. You know, people are either stressed out from bills or if they're making a lot of money, they live in life by exploring and, you know, traveling and stuff I think is good too. But I'm talking about just, thinking of the betterness of life and people and humanity. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a lot yeah. of that. And I feel like a lot of it is because of technology nowadays. And it's only gonna get harder because when you got video games that feel damn near 
like real life when gta becomes the matrix what are we doing yeah, I know, right? like we're not that far we're at a point now with vr where it, it feels like you're sitting courtside at a game <laughs> at a basketball game you can feel lebron james sweat <laughs> when, he, when he goes by in the game bro that's crazy and it looks yeah. real you know what i'm saying nobody's gonna want to be living after yeah. that if you could just plug yourself in a game and be on gta and take out all your frustration on you know raping whores and killing them after and getting your money back or just yeah. shooting up people like people are going to be so on that as opposed to really living the, their own life because I don't, they might be too lazy or just be more caught up in that like let me just do this instead of working to yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's it's just so many more distractions that are going to become it's going to be harder to get those scientists or those architectures or anything you know of, of, of real structure and value for the human race you that's know what scary. i'm saying and that's where it's like that's scary to think that man. yeah yeah that's a, yeah make, <laughs> that's he makes a good point man you know i think i think a lot of this is incentives you know i i i don't think we're incentivized to better ourselves in the way that would really better ourselves you know social media we're incentivized to get likes and clicks so then the question is, what gets more likes and clicks? And we already see, if you're a woman, mm-hmm. you know, just be half naked and you'll get a lot more likes and clicks. So at that point, yeah. as you're reaching for acceptance from society, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, for males, where they're doing stupid things, you know, messing with cops, you know, clickbait, all these things. It seems like we're doing all these things, not to really better society or better ourselves, but to get more likes, you know, to get more clicks. That's, that's the motivation, to get more hearts, to be more accepted, and um from people that we don't even know you know from 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 people that are just out there we have no idea who these people are and and we're motivated by them so much into what we do and i just don't know i just don't know what effects that's going to have on us in the long term i mean we can see some of the problems that they will have obviously we can see the problems i just wonder will we be able to somehow adapt that to where it doesn't become such a hindrance um because bro i see things out there and it's it's worrisome you know fans only pages and stuff like this <laughs> it's like, yeah dude bro like what is where are we going right now and um and am i conservative or some type of patriarchal male if i say i don't like these changes yeah <laughs> if i don't think these the right way <laughs> if i'm saying hey look maybe we all shouldn't be sleeping around with everybody so much no hey maybe you know some of these concepts that we're changing we should maybe pause a little bit globalization you know maybe it's okay to maybe stick with people you kind of know i don't know a lot of changes going on and i think a lot of people where we are we're just supposed to go with it and if you're not okay with the change then you're some kind of bigoted racist homophobe when in reality you have your life you're entitled to live it how you like as long as your opinions aren't affecting people around you you should be able to maintain them but we're in a society now that you can't even have disagreeing opinions because if so you're getting burned you're getting crucified on the cross you know instantly and um that's a bizarre world we're starting to tiptoe into yeah the complexity of life is slowly like starting to disappear and i and i feel like i notice that all the time i'm like people are turning really complex subjects into just real simple things like this is the right way whether you like it or not yeah. it's just one of those like man these these subjects are really complicated man he's like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong you know that's why i say it's a shame because a lot of it, 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 it a lot of things that are happening around are being derailed you know by by which with what i think is and what we think is is social media it really influencing the direction that anybody goes as far as the way they think about the subjects that we're dealing with and it's just really like watering it down and i feel like man 
for anything to be solved, it has to be, you know, it, it's it has to be spoken about, and it's way more complicated than what it seems. And when we, we all see it all the time on these videos, man, you know, I, 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 it's complicated, but I feel like we can't allow that to stop us from trying to find a solution. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and I think, you know, going back to Brett Weinstein, <laughs> I love how he looked at the camera and uh, spoke to that army general, <laughs> like, "Sir, oh, uh, Doctor Willing." <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Doctor. It wasn't Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah, guy is like yeah. country easy right now. Yeah, but he's he's right in that regard. You know, we have nobody really leading this country whose best intentions are for the well-being of the nation yeah. as a whole. You know, it seems yeah. like it's whether it's better for corporations or better for this people, better for black people, for Hispanic. All when in reality, um, this nation stood for something. I think you know, and I don't think it's racism. I don't think this nation stood for slavery. No, I not. think there are concepts that this nation was built on, and yeah, the history of this country, along with the history of humanity, is tainted with blood, but look how far we've gone we've gone we've gone we've progressed a lot and not to say that things don't need to be done and things still can be changed to progress in a better route for sure and i would love to see that happen in this black lives matter movement because i could play both sides of the black people whether it's systemic oppression or things within the culture and i think it's a little bit of both but right now i just don't see direction from the community in general just you know burn it all down yeah and, that's and not where right. are we going yeah where are we going with that and even with his police uh brutality it's burn it all down and even when it comes to this male patriarchy it's burn it all down the answer is just always burn it all down <laughs> it's yeah exactly it, it's and the, too extreme yeah and then the other side is uh the other side they try to make it seem like they're just a bunch of complaining people and the like the, true, the liberals true. are all just like communists and all this stuff and it's like either like there, there's a middle point man you know mm -hmm. you can't just be like oh tough it up it's like nah there's it's, there's certain things that no one has to deal with you know it should be a certain everybody should have a certain you know lifestyle you know we're all entitled to that you know uh but it also shouldn't at least opportunity yeah but it shouldn't also be a situation where they're making it seem like oh we're gonna go ahead and start a revolution and i was like there's no need for a revolution not in this country man this country is supposed to be the country where we all get together we all figure out a solution and we put that solution to work you know what i mean but it's just mm. turning into this violent mess. It, it's crazy, man. It's boiling up. It's boiling up. I was talking to a, a friend of mine, and he kind of brought up a, a certain topic, and I saw what he was saying, but I, I guess I guess I guess I'll explain throughout it. So he was like, one thing that I guess that kind of made him, I guess, iffy about this whole thing was he saw how riled up people were getting because of you know police brutality like look at how the world's reacting to that and he's like why are we not getting a reaction like this for other epidemics that are happening or serious things like starvation and famine like that's a big mm. thing like we waste so much food that there should be no reason as to why there's so many people starving and why don't we have this passion for something like that and i don't think he was undermining the importance of black lives matter but it's like you uh, it's almost like people are just not realizing one of a lot of issues that they've that that's just been happening period you know as a people you know what i'm saying and it's like man like and i, I mean i don't know if you could put as much energy as to every issue you know what i'm saying like that's gonna take a lot but 
you gotta look like that. Don't don't just be like, man, this sucks because you're doing this one bad thing. But there's seven other bad things that that is happening in the background, and it's like, well, we gotta address all of this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and it was a conversation that we were talking about that ended up going into like the only his and one of his theories is the only way that things are gonna be, I don't say, like a salvageable is if everyone has that base income like everyone has to be making a certain amount of money to where they're guaranteed food and they're guaranteed a place at the very least and that's without working yeah. <laughs> like in his mind unless until it gets to that point where people don't have to do anything they they at least just have a, a roof over their head and food every day at the very least there's always gonna be poverty and as long as there's poverty there's always gonna be crime as long as there's gonna be crime there's always gonna be problems you know and on a mass majority like and just all over the world you know what i'm saying so it that to me was one of those like i don't know i see what he's saying but it's hard to, to say that in america because I, I don't say and and honestly we can't even say black lives matter is just an american thing right now there's a lot of shit happening in new zealand and all other kind of countries of riots and protests yeah. over a video that happened yeah, in america. That, yeah. So that's where I feel like he has validation of bringing in famine because it's like, yo, that's a that's a world thing too. You know what I'm saying? Like if the world's going to react to Black Lives Matter, the world needs to react to these other big issues that are happening all over the world. You know what I'm saying? But I guess it's one of those, I don't know, it's one thing at a time, but I don't know. I, I saw where he was going with that. I'm like, you're right. And I feel like that says a, a big thing too, just about us. And, and I feel like that, a lot of that comes from education and i feel like it's a big thing i don't want to say just america but just us as people have failed in and raising our children making sure they have that knowledge to sustain human life and i feel like there's been a big gap within these next few generations of that and i i just see it like with and i guess it could be the lack of you know i mean just parents i don't want to say fathers just just the the rate of divorce you know not really having a family structure plays a big role in how humans are raised your mentality what you learn your your character like as a person you know what's right what's wrong like i know a lot of friends and i can clearly tell they are where they are in life because they just went through so much jacked up stuff as a kid like it's i don't want to say they don't have a fighting chance but it's like man that doesn't make it any easier you know what i'm saying and when you think of that mentality to the world you know we don't have if, if our parents if, if we're not raising kids to want to just be interested in science or, you know, architecture or literature, something, you know, that, that can really benefit everybody, that then what's going to happen eventually, it's just going to be, I don't want to say dumb people, but uneducated people raising uneducated yeah. people. And it's like, then what happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, and that's, that's I, I feel like that's where it's coming. And especially now with technology, when there's other things where it's so easy to distract you, so easy to just catch your attention before you know it, you're seven seasons in on yep. a show or two days yep. in on a game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's and whatever that is, you know, just taking your time and attention where you can be, you know, just, and I don't say bettering society, but yeah. yourself at least, you know? And not everybody's got to be all about the world, even though it would be an amazing world mm-hmm. if it was. But something productive. I think what was it? Uh, uh, Buddha, who said, "If you want to save the world, you have to save yourself." Maybe it was Gandhi or one of them. To where you know we want, or another one, be the change that you want. Be the change you want to see in the world. I'm not gonna say that. I think I saw it like on a postcard or something. But uh, yeah. it was, it was not much to do it, right? But I know, I know he, I know he didn't yeah. originate that. No, so, uh, but it goes to say, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, and it just seems like a big 
thing to tackle. And that's why I think it's important for us to just make sure that our own life is in order um, before we go ahead and try to fix the world. You know, Jordan Peterson, one of his rules, you know, clean up your room and something of that nature. And I guess it more goes to say that, you know, before we start looking and tackling the obstacles of the world, make sure you have there's plenty of stuff in your own life that we can get better at. I know I can be better at whether it's my eating habits, whether it's uh, working out healthier, organizing my room. This place is a mess right now. You know, plenty of times I got downtime where I could read a book that's going to further my knowledge about something. You know, instead I'm just flipping through YouTube. You know. Yeah. It's so not crazy. like that's you so know crazy. slime review videos or hair product reviews, but I could probably do something a bit more productive with my time. Yeah. A bit more constructive. It's just hard, you know, with all the distractions around us. I guess it would be uh, a great skill. And you'd probably admire somebody who, with all these distractions around you, are able to still keep a focused mentality and execute. Because there's so exactly. many distractions. Just to be like, yeah. discipline, yeah. bro. That's really this, and that's what that's. I feel like it, that's the yeah. foundation of really what it is. And not even just the focus, but just in life, people. I feel like we just blurt out that, and and in general of our thinking, you know. And and I feel like that's hard because if we've lost that. It's gonna be hard to instill that in us now more than ever with everything that's happening. Mm. You know, when when the world doesn't seem like it's falling apart, at that point maybe you can try to and I'm not saying it's impossible to learn discipline now, but with so much with the distractions now and all of these things happening with the riots and this COVID and like it's just it feels like the world's coming to an end anyway. If you're not freaked out or having some kind of anxiety about that on top of trying to be like, you know what? every day I'm going to work out or every day I'm going to read a book or every day I'm going to eat healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, hard it's, it's a lot. Bad. You know what I'm saying? And on top of like, man, it is so easy. And that's why for me, I'm like, what is it that makes us like that? Knowing we should be doing this when we're like, you know, fuck this bro. And I feel like a part of it is that it's so easy to fall on the man. I can have a heart attack right now. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you want to get something and you don't get it. Cause I don't know. So man, I could die tomorrow. I'm going to buy this Hello. meal that's like, you know, maybe $30 mm -hmm. or this game system that's 500 Man, let me get that credit card. Man, I could die tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy to do that. And it's like, but why? Why are we, why are we falling back on that easy? You know, like, man, I could just die tomorrow. None of this matters kind of thing. Or it's, you know, to do this while I can. Mm. You know, like, I don't know. I wonder why. And, and, and I know that's in everybody. Even the disciplined people, they've just found a way to to really control yeah. it, it, which makes them disciplined. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know. It's, it's, it is. It's hard. I, I agree. I with can't you. even judge anybody because everybody does it. I agree with you. I, I do. I do think though, it, it, and this, this is my personal opinion. But I think the only reason that we may feel that way is, I think, us as a society put a lot of pressure on being productive, and that pressure becomes overwhelming for the average person. So like, if we look at any of our heroes that we think about the moment, like, oh, like for example, my personal hero is Jocko Willing. You know, he was the person who inspired me to get out of the situation I was in and go on the path that I'm in. But I could never be how he is because he almost seems superhuman because I don't, I, I, I don't, you know, that's just not who I am. That's not how I want to be. And if I were to put that pressure, like, man, the, the real example of being a, a, a productive human being is Jocko Willink, and I need to live up to that, I'm never going to make it because I would be overwhelmed every single moment of the day. And something I think about all the time, it's, it's not about uh, being productive is important, but 
as long as the per, the productivity you're putting um that you're you're creating is to get your job the job done so mm-hmm. i always like use this example if you wake up one day and you make a a, a realistic to-do list of things you have to do and you get them done and you have a ton of time off the average person will feel guilty for having that free time off and just surf the net and then oh and you'll for some reason you'll feel like oh no i have to stay productive you know in real life man we really don't have that many things to do you know what i mean if (laughs) if, you know you got to make sure you feed yourself and clean up after yourself and you know you make sure you pay your bills and and stuff like that you know i I do get where you're coming from it can be a slippery slope there's some people who lose who go all off the rails and i know that for a fact you know that there's people in incredible crazy amounts of debt over bs but at the same token i think it's just if you put too much pressure on yourself you're gonna you're gonna end up not doing anything at all like (laughs) the way i try to function day in and day out is i'm gonna do the things i gotta do and it's not gonna be perfect it's not gonna be like a movie montage i feel like a lot of at least for me like it's easy, easy to get overwhelmed when you want to get your task accomplished because in your mind you'll have this movie montage of, of how it's supposed to be and everything nice and neat and everything nice and aesthetic and everything cool. But it's not like that in real life. Like the best way to think, best way to handle things is have your have your task, get them done, get the job done. The name of the game is to get the job done. And once the job is done, if you got the rest of the day off, man, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, well, I got the whole day off. Uh, I should go on a on a on a run or I should go work out. You have to be in shape, but you don't have to be like, oh, I have to do things. And mm. and, and I, I mean, I feel like when I talk to, I feel like when, when I talk to people, or at least maybe I did show how I feel about it and how I deal with the pressures of productivity is that I think we over we overdo it as individuals. And that's why we get the illusion that we're really like worthless. Because like I mentioned earlier, our heroes are highly productive. Our heroes are highly productive. You know, if you look at the Michael Jordan story or LeBron James, you see how much they train, how much they do all these things, and you're like, man, that's why he's the best. But at the same token, bro, the average person does not have the passion to practice basketball at that degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people who love to play basketball on the weekend, who love it. Like, I look forward to going to play basketball on the weekend with my friends, but very few people are going to practice every single day non-stop and then to add that they have the natural talent with it and the genetics to do it and all this stuff in between so i do feel like we just put too much pressure on ourselves man mm. we do huh you both for real huh you back. oh you no 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 i'll just use that as an example yeah right you win bro <laughs> no I, I you're right though I, I guess my question would then be like like how much like what's the standard that we set for ourselves you know do we set our own standards can we be honest with ourselves with the standards the amount like what is the right amount do we work until we say ah all right i feel pretty good about it you know maybe just being honest yeah just one everybody everybody's life is uniquely tailored to the to, to them so somebody who owns their own business and it's a little shop, like mom and shop kind of in the, like let's, I'm using this as an example. Someone owns a little hole in the wall bar and it's nice and they have, they make their money and they put X amount of hours and they're completely satisfied with that. And their little corner, you know, they're like a little corner store, stone of their town. And then you have mm-hmm. other people who are like hungry for business. I want to expand. I want to sell this to a franchise. I want to do this or that. Both people are equally happy. They're just both motivated differently. What happens is, I think a lot of people just fall into this 
like fantasy where like if you were to tell somebody what is your if, if you could be who um, like if you wanted like what was what is your dream like to be for example like what is your dream to be the average person will instantly go into a fantasy mm. you know your your dream has to be based on reality and based on reality is, is is based on who you are as a person not everybody has that hustle mentality some people want a, a career that they can just be proud of and go to work have a good time with co-workers be proud to tell other people what they do come home and work in their shop or like to cook or spend time with their kids and bro those people end up happy and then there's some other people like we see on tv or or you hear about hardcore go-getters families the last thing on their thing uh, on their list like hey man i don't want to have kids i just don't have time for that my mission in life is to make a, a multi-billion dollar business that's what i want to do that's who i am but the person who is is a regular joe schmo working at a job he's proud of and the, and the multi-millionaire can be equally as happy all that matters though which I, 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 anybody would agree is that you're providing for your family or at least providing for yourself and you're and you're comfortable but you have to feel that because you, sometimes you can you can tell if you if you pause for a moment and Naval Naval of how do you say his last name Razor Razor but Naval he says something like one of the best skills that we can develop is self um self analysis you have to analyze yourself daily you know pay attention to who you are what kind of per- what how you function and just work on that you can be very very successful a very very successful middle class person and mm. die an incredibly happy man you know what i mean happens mm. all the time bro happens all the time this is a fantasy yeah yeah maybe it's just the motivation is wrong we're so we're so whether it's planned or motivated or, or focused on, you know, going after these green pieces of paper, um, security, work, 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 more and more and more and more and more. Constantly. I mean, we're in a consumer nation, right? A nation of yeah. consumption, you know? So from the core of it, we're brought to want more, always wanting more, always wanting more. When, yeah, we gotta be happy and content with what we have because, bro, well, we I'm sure we have plenty, more than enough. <laughs> you know, more yeah, than exactly. enough. But I guess my- I guess my only reservation is that it seems like society, government, countries, whatever, they send they tend to reward those of the latter. The ones who are money hungry, the ones who have all they tend society tends to reward them. And by my mean society, I mean whether it's um being able to get out certain legal situations because you have the finances for that and the connections. Uh, being able to gain access to certain type of resources and knowledge that maybe people who don't have that type of can. Um, just being able to have access to opportunities and merely because you have the finances that people who may not have the finances don't have opportunities to and um, you know right and I just wonder I wonder <laughs> though like at what point yeah you know I shouldn't be able to drive a Maserati just because I'm in America I need to work and get money for that that's something that you know, is a reward for working but does that mean that I shouldn't gain access to a solid level of education that will let me be productive in the society of this country and there's some people that if you don't, or um, should I now be victim to the judicial system, not because I'm very guilty, but just because I don't have the resources to defend myself against a predatory system. And I think that um, there's a difference there. You know, there's a difference there. And I think that needs to be addressed. And, you know, you listen to some conservatives, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Everybody gets it. And I get it. We're in a land of great opportunity and probably the most opportunity than any other country in the world. That still being said, though, I think it's fair that there are certain things in place that one can say that doesn't allow everybody equal access 
to some of these opportunities. And again, I'm not talking about Maserati, Bentley, you know, you know, the Ma High Club, you know, just basic things that one needs to just better themselves in society. Fundamental things that um, yeah. just in your economic situation alone puts you out of reach of it. And I think yeah, those are I agree with you. And those things have to be addressed because if they're not, if everybody in this country doesn't have the same opportunity, not because they didn't apply themselves, but because of your economic situation. And especially if you've done nothing to put yourself in the economic situation. I mean, how many people are just born into poverty, you know? And yeah, yeah. go to school. I get it. Don't get pregnant after high, before high school. Yeah, I get these things. But you're already in a community that there is no social safety net. I mean, so yeah. one mistake, you're done, you know? There's plenty of other places where you can make multiple mistakes and still bounce back. So if you don't even have that social safety net, one mistake, and then the rest of your life is you know mount kilimanjaro and it's it's um those things i feel like can be addressed i think there's certain things that we could look at and there's certain things that could um remove that discrepancy and disparity uh between whether it's races or economic socioeconomic classes yeah you're 100 right now kevin hart is doing that man props to kevin hart he he's working with chase and he's uh bringing financial literacy to uh, certain communities to try to help them lift them out of poverty so I agree with you, Carrie, on that. You know, there are some people who don't have that opportunity and who don't have the financial education to know, uh, not just to save your money, because anybody can save, can hoard cash. Anybody yeah. can hoard cash. That's but fair. very few people know how to find a high-yielding savings account. Very few people know how to um, open a Roth IRA. Very mm. few people know how to um, get a, 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 like the importance of credit, having a really good credit score to have a, a low interest rate. Yeah. those are things you do have to be educated on and if you're not taught that you like you mentioned you can be put in a very uh bad situation where you'll never get out of poverty and you'll yeah. always live poor or you'll have mm-hmm. a, a a poor man's mentality which is the opposite of all saying uh before where somebody wants to accomplish more but they feel like they have to be frugal because that's the only way they'll be able to retire or live comfortably or whatever or or work themselves to death i knew a guy who worked three jobs he, he he was a, a very hard-working dude worked three jobs uh his whole life two dishwashing jobs and mowed and mowed lawns he'd, he'd he'd work an eight-hour shift in the morning and then close um another restaurant at night and then mow uh mow lawns on his off time just working hard had a i'm sure he had a ton of money because he didn't seem like the kind of dude who just blow it but i'd always think like man you know if you would have started investing that money or you know trying to have it work for you He'd be in a different place, but he was he was raised with the idea that he just had to work for it. So I do I do agree with you. There's, but it comes it comes with education too, man. And it is something we do have to talk about. It is mm. something that we do. It's a complicated subject of how can we bring financial literacy to all American citizens so everybody can have at least a fair opportunity, like you mentioned before, to yeah. play the game. Because not yeah. everybody's going to play the game, obviously. Some people sure. just don't want to do it. Some people have no ambition. Some people have problems, too. You know, Some people have mental issues that they're not able to, but I, I, I do agree with you. That'd be an interesting one. I wonder, um, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, that's what I'm waiting to see. People bringing up tangible things that we can work on. Perhaps I'll take Kevin Hart. I didn't know he was doing that. Financial education. Mm-hmm. I wonder to what degree is it a photo op or is he really you know legit trying to do something i'm gonna say he's trying to do it i mean i think it's a win-win it's a win he's definitely eating off of it but i feel like he sees the value in it so it's like one hand washes the other kind of thing but i do agree with serge that actually not i i I agree with your saying but i believe 
that inevitably there is a downfall if you lack the education of finances in America at least if you're not educated financially in America you don't know how to just how money works what you got to do to make it work for you to just make or take advantage um you're 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 gonna fall short in the race period because this is just the kind of country that works that way yeah so Uh what's it called uh we're a man i can't believe i'm drawing a black on this uh capitalist country man crony capitalism they they say that too they say that too i I believe it happened oh yeah i i i wonder um man i just uh i lost my train of thought what i was gonna say i guess we'll just um i'm waiting to see kevin hart helping people financial literature if we don't get those opportunities yeah there's no way he, those are the basics i guess okay so w- that is the way this system in america works you know money and how it works the question is is it the best system uh i'm sure it's always better is it the best system we've had so far um do we scrap it all problems with the system is it something that we think we can continue to use it has to run its course do we have to, you know, has a system taken us as a whole society to as furthest that it can? And if we really do want to go further as a whole, we may need to drop this entire system because it doesn't benefit. You know, maybe, maybe that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the system where you have central banks that can print money for, you have central banks that can print money out of nowhere, completely, not even print, add them to zeros on a digital computer screen, then transfer those digital computer digits to another bank um, for hardly anything. And those same banks now loaning that digital money to actual people at an exorbitant interest rate. That system right there, you know, some will say, well, this person has bad credit and the bank has to be mindful of the risk they're taking on. I get it. I get it. But that person may have bad credit because they lacked the financial information education from the beginning, from the beginning, you know, and now that person is stuck for who knows how long, maybe for the rest of their lives. And I just don't know. Yes. That person needs to be better with their finances. Yes. But is there a system out there that can reward people, um, reward the right people and and not really hinder or punish those who are good intended, but possibly just don't know? Because, you know, mm-hmm. how many people, multi-trillion dollar student loan debts? I'm sure there's plenty of good people that have that debt that just were uneducated and now they're stuck with it and maybe we'll never be able to fully realize the american dream that generations in the past have you know is it their fault they signed on the dot i get it nobody held a hand to their head i get it or held a gun to their head i get it but bro you're fresh out of high school how much do you really know you know yeah, you don't and you get pressured into that stuff a lot of the times too yeah, society tells you go to college you know and now we have this we have this whole thing you know so you have people with mass student loan debts you have police brutality you have black lives feel like they're not it you have freaking joe biden and donald trump as our only presidential candidate options in 2020 yeah. like how do we end up there bernie had, bro bernie's had the election stolen from him twice already and yeah. like where are we like what 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 it's 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 this country looks like a banana republic. It's like no leader, there's no direction. Like, come on. Yeah. It, it is, and if you, I'm telling you, I feel like the more you think about it, and the more you discover it, the more you realize how lost it sounds. And we probably are. And it's it's crazy because listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, it was crazy when he brought up, and I think this is in the Colin, was it Colin? Oh, yeah, War. on the war. Yeah. I think it was in his where he talks about. They talk about just like certain pockets 
in America where the violence is just, or the crimes are just crazy. But a lot of those are the, the poverty cities, you know, that go and stuff like that. And apparently as a, a country, we didn't have the money to fund these cities, to build them up, to get them out of poverty. But as soon as a pandemic hits, we can print trillions of dollars to help the country. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where where was all this money where we needed it for these? these why can't, like, it, and, and that's where it's things like this. I feel like as a, us as Americans, when they think of that, not, I don't know how many people are thinking that way, but when you see that, if someone just points that out to you, you have to raise that eyebrow. Yeah. Like, what are we really doing here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, what 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 are we doing with money? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, I mean, that's always scratching my head in this debt thing. We have a website that's literally showing in real time how much debt we're collecting as a country. Yeah. And only God knows the last time it even stopped because yeah. it's it's real. So you're just seeing this number rise, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> insane. It's, it's almost like the biggest, I don't want to say spit or slap in the face, but this is just a country running off IOUs. Everyone is is, is transitioning IOUs. And when when is it too mm -hmm. much? You know, and what happens when it's too much? Are we just avoiding the inevitable or trying to? Like just extending, prolonging, I should say, the inevitable. Like, and and when does it get thinking that way? Because I mean, people make money. There's, I, I don't know how many people. I'm, I'm positive there's more people in debt that aren't, but I don't know if the people that aren't in debt are thinking about this because they're not in debt. I don't know if the people in debt are thinking this, like how much debt are we, you know, like, but this is an issue yeah. like that no one's really talking about, no, you know what I'm saying? Like that's where it's, and what are we really doing? Is anyone even thinking about what we should be doing to, to stop it, let alone, you know, get some of it off of us or, you know, come up with a different plan. And, and if this is the government's opportunity to try to come up with a different currency system, I don't really, how do you do that? How do you shut everything down and be like, you know what, we've been doing this for so many centuries or whatever, but this is what we're doing from here on out. And I'm hearing, you know, conspiracies or theories that, you know, that we're about to go to cryptocurrency. It's about to be all digital. Yeah, I've heard that too. Saying? And yeah, I don't know how real that I is. I mean, I'll say we are already digital. I mean, just cash exactly. anymore, right? I mean, some places don't even yeah, accept cash with Corona, right? And I mean, who uses a card anymore? I mean, I'm looking for Apple Pay all day. Like, Apple Pay? I can pull my wallet out. Oh, my God. I got to pull this plastic. <laughs> you know? For real. I, I, it's funny you say that because today, today when I sold that, uh, I sold this uh, this uh, boxing uh, bag to uh, uh, on Facebook. And then I remember I was like, all right, everything's there. And then, and then my wife goes, hey, don't forget to tell them you only want cash. And I was like, I had a problem saying, like, oh, that's right. Because you could do Cash App, you could do Zelle, you could do Venmo. <laughs> and I had to let them know. I was like, damn, like, what was the point where, where they, when you did business like that, like you had to remember like, oh, let them know you only want to do Cash. Right. You know? You we do. Cash. That's crazy. Yeah, it is digital. It is digital, man. We are just living in a digital world. And it does feel, man. It can't help but feel like we are living in silly times. Like, it's silly, mm -hmm. man. Everything we're going through. But... You're I don't know. I'm an optimist, man. I'm an optimist, and I'm a I'm a hard patriot. I feel like I, I'm, I'm gonna go off like with how Bill Burr's attitude is about all this stuff. That at the end of the day, we 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 have an understanding of what's going on, but man, it's probably way more complicated, and that's why they have economists and all kinds of like high level people in that world 
making this deci- these decisions. I, I, I feel like, again, you know, I, I'm a hard patriot and I'm always going to be an optimist. I feel like it may seem like all this stuff is crazy, but I, I, I at least believe that there's a reason, that there is a plan, you know, that all these things are happening. Not everybody's going to agree with it, but this was the best course of action, you oh. know. I don't know. That's that's what I think. I, I I could be wrong, man. It could all be going down the wrong way, and and you know we just don't realize it, or some people are starting to realize it and they're yell- letting us know, and and just we're being ignorant about it. But I don't know. When you say best course of action, um, like what course? Like America in general, like the discovery of America, or like the coronavirus choices, like what? Oh, just yeah, like basically, uh, just for example, like the trillions of dollars we've printed and helped everybody out. You know, Matt, you make a great point, man. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that maybe could have been taken care of. More money could have been sent to, you know, more care could have been given to a lot of other circumstances. But if you take a step back and try to look at the big picture, the coronavirus was a freaking hard punch to every single person. And in fact, Joe Rogan made a good analogy of this or example of this a while back ago. He says, you know, typically a disaster happens in the country and you're just at home watching it on tv or on your way to work listening to it but the coronavirus was every single american citizen in the entire united states everybody was going to this so the country had to do something drastic they had to because you know but mm -hmm. even and i'm sorry to cut you off but in that same podcast i think joe rogan talks about how not only did you not print the money out for the cities way earlier before corona when you do print trillions of dollars you give them to these companies and you throw us pennies you gave us twelve hundred dollars for three months yeah what as an individual yeah it does sound crazy it doesn't but you also got to take into consideration that these companies at least it is the goal because there's controversy with this for i know there's controversy with this because we saw that with the uh with some of the bills or some of the loans they were giving out to some of these companies but the idea is that we save these companies and in turn they save our jobs you know, because at the end of the day, the economy runs off what these companies on jobs, on people, on, on regular workers employed. So if, let's say, a, a mass percentage of these companies went bankrupt because of, hey, look, I'm sorry, you know, Royal Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Norwegian Cruise Line, all bankrupt. There just won't be no more cruises up until some millionaire decides to start up a cruise line. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a lot of people's jobs. Mm-hmm. Same like with restaurants, man. If every restaurant and every small business or whatever was like, look, you know, you, you have access to X amount of money, but you're not going to get it because whatever, you know, pure capitalism, you should just have a, a good enough balance sheet to survive on your own. Well, there goes your jobs, you know? So, I don't know. And I completely, I completely agree. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not even saying they shouldn't have bailed them yeah. out. But if you can print trillions for them, you can print enough for us to not be able to work and not have to fear of losing our mm. house or our car because we're not making enough mm. money that's all mm. i'm saying like if you have been trillions for them why are you holding on the printing to just give to the people who who are literally the the blood cells of the mm. jobs yeah. of the companies we're literally the reason they're even able to exist because we do the work but they did though and you're gonna bail them out <laughs> they did give us money, a lot of money but three three thousand dollars dude unemployment is three thousand dollars um or more than three thousand dollars a month right i got four grand unemployment yeah. the average american the average regular dude does not make that much 
like I mean I don't even want to say that because I really don't know what people's salaries are. But no, I mean true. a lot of people just don't make that much. Fifty percent of Americans, uh, less than fifty percent of Americans make fifty thousand dollars a year. So I don't know what fifty thousand dollars equals up to a month. Uh, do a little math on here real quick if anybody wants to get that one. But uh, whatever that is, fifty thousand average, fifty percent of Americans. So half the nation makes less than fifty thousand. So yeah, for sure, this is a big for those who have, for those who are affected. For those who are able to get it, we all know stories of people who haven't been able to get it as of yet. Yeah, so we'll, but that's not the government government's fault, man. I, that, then that starts to fall on the state. That also falls to the thing that that nobody, like I said earlier, nobody expected this to affect so many people. The unemployment system. Is not designed in any way, shape, or form to oh, handle shit. millions and millions of unemployment <laughs> claims. No. You got like six old ladies working in that public <laughs> office, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, there's people that work for that job where once they found out what Corona was and what was happening, they quit immediately because they knew. Right? Absolutely, they knew. Absolutely, that happened. I'll say this though. And this is um, in 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 argument against these companies. Yes, they make um, jobs. Jobs are an important thing. Um, I don't have the facts or the, the 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 in front of me, but I'm from what I always hear. It's the small businesses that make up most of the work here in America, right? You know, yeah. the Amazon's, the WalMarts, Targets, Home Depots, these big name companies. Yeah, they're big and they're publicly traded companies, but they don't employ most of the Americans. Large chunks. Walmart is the number one employer under the military um, in America. So yeah, I did not know that. Big chunks, big chunks. Walmart. If it was a nation, it'd be the twelfth largest nation measured in wealth by how much money. Really? The twelfth. Or maybe the eleven. If it was a nation, that's a company. Oh my that's god! A company oh my god! Has more economic wealth I even, I even, than top hundreds of nations in the world. Now I don't know what that means. Is that good? Is that bad? Is that a failure? Is that okay? Should that not be allowed? Like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when money has so that's much crazy. power, that's when it's a problem. When these corporations have so much of it, maybe if money didn't pull so much political weight. Maybe it wouldn't really matter how much money they made. Maybe they would just only option they would have is to reinvest in their company. Speaking of money, these corporations, yes, I get it. They apply, they they, they provide jobs. But some of these corporations that are failing are the same corporations that got bailouts in two thousand and eight. Same exact yeah. company. And if you look at these corporations and see what they've been doing with their money, they've been buying back their stocks all these years. Yeah. Now, you're free to do whatever you want. If you want to buy back your stocks as a company. Hey, if your shareholders are okay with that, by all means. But now, that's extra money you could have put to savings, put to the side for a rainy day. But instead, it was more important to you at the time to push your stock market price, your, your stock values higher, and that's fine. Well, here we are. Here we are. A, a, an emergency, where you should have some kind of emergency fund so that you can withstand these storms. But none of these companies do because they're all running deficits because. You know, interest rates are close to zero, and money's free. So good times. Federal Reserve is always going to put a bottom on the stock market. So why do I have to be prudent? Why do I have to be physically responsible with my finances as a company? So when they fail, because they didn't take any financial responsibilities during the past, why do we now as taxpayers have to bail them out? Oh well, because they're holding our economy hostage. Because if they fail, our economy goes upside down. I think what people don't realize is when these companies go bankrupt. When a company goes bankrupt, you know, 
let's say a cruise carnival goes goes bankrupt you know the cruise ships don't disappear you know they don't just vanish the ports don't vanish none of these things just go away they're still there but now somebody else who has the extra financial resources and capital available cannot purchase these things for pennies or fractions of the dollar and then now reconstruct it and use it so if any of these airlines any of these cruise lines hurts this car rental company that just went belly up when they go bankrupt they'll have to sell some assets but they're just yeah. going to be bought up by other companies who can buy them <laughs> come up for a lot of them hey i can get now enterprise could open up a car rental place here or i don't know whoever other car rental agencies that come and pick them up or maybe some hotel business now opens up a car rental wing because now you can get car rentals whatever the case may be the economy balances itself out um and that's how it's supposed to work that's how true capitalism is supposed to work a company is supposed to fail those resources now get redistributed and reabsorbed into the economy so that they can be reallocated in a more efficient way when you don't allow companies to fail you stop that from happening and you get these zombie companies that are now just black holes just consuming resources but not really producing or being productive and you're in the position we are now where if we let what's supposed to happen happen bro you're talking about another middle ages <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point I, I, I didn't think about it that way you know? I, didn't think about it that, that way. i mean it makes perfect sense though and what's funny i'm looking up a little bit i know a little bit of tangent here uh i saw this i saw this in, I'm, I'm trying to do some just history of the world like pre-1700s you know just going back you know looking at when the renaissance occurred age of discovery when europe started exploring africa and the new world and stuff like that and then you do run into the middle ages in the medieval times and it's shortly after the fall of rome and you think about what was rome you know rome you know whatever atrocities they occurred whether it's feeding you know christians to lions or, or whatever the case may be i don't know but it was structure right it was structure it was a society that was held together by some form some some scaffolding of rule law sound money to a degree and because of that society was able to thrive when you start having corrupt politicians when you ha- started having the devaluing of their money when you started having expansion for the sake of expansion just for the sake of name and glory but not for what's best for the for the empire you start to have cracks and you see what happens to rome and rome fell and then now europe was just you know free land bro just free for all grab yeah. a power grab <laughs> it's a power grab at that point and then he starts having little kingdoms pop up here and this and that and I would imagine that if America, maybe the world, but I'll say America continues on the same route, we may find ourselves in a very similar situation where you have pockets of the nation that kind of just do their kind of thing. And I don't know if that's better. I don't know if that's worse. But when you have the whole system, this Federal Reserve United States government working for its own personal uh, uh, benefit and not for the whole of the country of the individuals, people will only take so much and it won't go on that long it won't go on so and to just say two things piggyback off of that is uh it's interesting how you said they should have had an emergency savings with all this money they make for these rainy days and they don't and look cool it's not cool but (laughs) it's one of those i bet you don't have that you don't have that and you're willing or able to be bailed out from the government due to that it's the same with the average person how much people have enough savings to make them last throughout this whole thing they probably don't so make sure that they're just as good as the companies you're making are just as good that's all i'm saying like at the very least when it comes to that but when you see things like that and going you know then this is 
probably could be another episode of um, the pharmaceutical company oh, with the whole rats and oh, testing things on rats oh. that, you know, that only don't affect rats, but they're making it seem like it's okay for humans because it doesn't kill the rat, but it's not going to affect the rat due to the yeah. type of rat that it is. If that's a legit theory, then you got to question everything. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to question everything. And and at that point, you know, what I don't know. You, that, like I said, that's probably a whole episode if you want to go on to that. But that is things <laughs> like that. Like you just... You gotta question all of it. You just can't question this or that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, you gotta be skeptical. Are, are they really for us? You know, are, are they just you know trying to control us? Major cracks are being seen in the system right now, and uh, I don't think they can be repatched. I think it's just it's just sad because to get over this hill, I feel has to come a lot like to get over this like to get over the lies of the pharmaceutical to get over the manipulation of laws and politicians to get over you know the fraudulent money things in central banks to get over all of these things it's going to require so much chaos <laughs> i feel maybe it doesn't have to yeah, but i feel I, not, I feel like it would have to it would all be better at the end but bro if, if there's a place to do it I mean, it's America, man, because where's China? You're going to have a revolution in China. Communist China, man. Yeah. Shut those things down. Russia? Where are we going in Russia? Uh, Europe? I don't know. <laughs> the Dang. best thing we could hope for is that if there is, that that if things are to change for the better, it happens peacefully and everybody is able to benefit from it and we all learn from it and we just never go, you know, backwards. We never take a step back. That would be the best way because... You know, it's it, it, like I, I, anything could happen because I never predicted the coronavirus to hit and I never predicted such intense riots, you know, I didn't, you know, but it's happening. And it, and some people are like, oh, this isn't this is a, a crazy time. You know, people are entertained with everything that's going on. But the, the truth is, you know, obviously, you know, the country is not perfect because no country is. But all I hope is that whatever is happening. It, it all changes in a peaceful way you know that like just like us we're, we're three we're three friends different opinions uh and some opinions the same and we just talk it out and, and we learn from each other and and i hope that that's what would happen to our country so mm, we'd have I would, to trust me i would love i would love that to be the case but unfortunately i feel like it's almost i, I feel like we can't just because you got a higher power that's trying to control the people and the people are tired of how we're being controlled. Mm. And we almost feel like there's nothing we can do about it. So we're gonna do whatever we, we feel necessary at this point. And and there's no talking or like, you know, debating that. Like that. And I feel like that's where the riots come because they're just tired of it. And and they're not hearing us even when we try to talk it or talk about it. So at least that's how they feel. I agree with I agree with the um with the um um the idea that um rioting the rioting um, um seems to be a response to all of the the chaos and stuff going on i would like to hope if we were to find it a peaceful solution uh for all of this it um it has to uh dialogue organization you know there has to be we have to somehow come to an agreement on objective actions that we can take that is going to make some positive changes you know whenever we're just yelling out things and some this blatant craziness that there's no direction in that that's what we need i don't i i i've yet to hear plan one two three 
And I feel like somebody can get around behind one, two, three. You know, I think white people, Hispanics, these people can kind of maybe see something blacks and something there. And I can make a fair argument of things that can be changed that can help the black community out. But I just don't see it. I'm just not seeing. I'm just seeing passion. And if there is no, if this passion doesn't at some point get some kind of direction to accomplish a task, then it's just gonna bubble over. And I'm just some leader, Al Sharpton,、eh. Jesse Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be a black guy. You know, it's some somebody that can just hear, that can hear what we're doing and、um, and make something happen. I don't know. It's unfortunate though, because. I, the re- I feel like the reason why we have no leaders is because ultimately, being a leader will cost you your life. It can. Like period. It, it, at least in a positive way. Like any positive leader that's gained too much power ends up dead. And that's and and I feel like anyone that that knows that like has done their research with history and has seen that pattern、mm-hmm. understands that. Like if I really step up to the plate, I'm dead. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and and that's not even a bad thing. It shouldn't be if you're that passionate about what that is. As long as you you feel or hope that whatever the end goal is, you reach that, you know. So, but that is that is the ultimate price. I feel like because the negative out there is coming for that. Man, I, I hope not. I hope I hope that I hope that if there is going to be change, I always like to say I always like to think that anything that there's always the extreme that could happen, but there's always like the change that could happen where we almost don't even notice it. Like we know things change and they change for the best. And it happened so, you know, nice and smooth that we barely noticed it, man. Because I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to think that. Oh, if you want to change the world, the sacrifice is your life, or you know, if you want to fix corruption, you know, it's through a revolution. I, I don't, I don't like to believe that, but I, I like the word believe, man. Because、mm-hmm. I really don't, you know, I really don't know. Uh, but, uh, but with that said, fellas,、yeah. we seventy-seven minutes. Yeah, yo, right. <laughs> I would like to maybe we'll leave it for this, John. I think、um, it'd be a good thing for us to maybe think of something, some 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 objective ways, something that we can do to make some kind of positive change. And I think we need to be the change that we want to see in the world, and somehow we need to manifest that. And even if it, I'm not trying to say change the world, but even locally, man, like I mean, just on a small. Even something like this podcast, you know, connecting with people in this way, sharing it ideas, and just trying to build a community of people who are trying to make a change, and not just talk about the problems, but talk about solutions. You know, and uh, uh, it might be a, a daunting effort, but I think it's important that we attempt to try to obje- talk about objective solutions that can be taken、mm-hmm. to make something. Do、happen. our part, you know. Yeah. Do our part. So, an influence is astronomical.、Wow. Like the power of influence、wow. is.、Yeah. is- One hundred percent, for sure, for sure, guys. So,、um, but yeah, we, we went full circle, man. We went for、yeah. we talked about the importance of be、uh, of starting in the individual level, and we ended that with starting at the individual level. Yeah, so, bro, I really enjoyed this time, guys. You know,、um, definitely, man. Let's keep doing this. Yeah, 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 man. And for anybody who、Direct. listens to this, I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, for sure, for sure, and I feel like you know, like this is just the beginning. Well, I, I would like us to eventually, you know, get topics that we, we want to address for specific episodes, so we we cover the whole aspect of it as opposed to jumping from things to things or just losing track of time because you know we get off on tangents or stuff like、yeah. that. So, but I know we're, with this, we're as as long as we keep going, there's going to be ideas and you know room for growth and progression and all kind of aspects. Oh, absolutely, man! It's going to be a learning curve with all this stuff. I'm learning how、yeah. to. 
oh, I feel like I'm almost learning how to talk uh, publicly. Yeah. Try not to sound like a rambling mess, man, when I'm talking about this. 100 uh, uh, definitely. <laughs> okay, uh, guys, be safe out there, brodies. Um, definitely talk to you guys soon. And, uh, you know, just keep each other posted on the craziness of the world. Absolutely. Yes, sir, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll keep Love posting guys, on the man. on the group chat. Love you guys too, man. Y'all yes, have a good yes, one. Sir. Definitely, guys. Hey, brodies. Later. Till next Later. What's up, Matt? Gang, gang, Mike check one, two. What's up, my brother? You sound perfect, perfect. And we're just waiting on Carrie now. I'm in the uh, the anchor. You're on, yeah, you're on the anchor. I'm sorry for people listening. I'm actually talking to him on a webcam because <laughs> he can't uh, hear me. <laughs> I want to sound oh, crazy. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> oh, gotcha, guy. He's he's trying to. Yeah. Sweet. We're, we're we're still trying to learn the ins and out of uh, podcasting here, so bear with us, listeners. Looks like we're about to get it. You sent him the link through the uh, text or through email? Email. Mm. What is he saying? Oh, he's he's clicking on the link, but it's not letting him. So he's what? yeah, he's he's working on it. Hurt. Hello. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Oh man, you sound like you're cutting off a little bit. Can you hear me? Check one two. Uh, you sound horrible. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you got the mic really close to you. I don't know. Mic check. Test. Test. There we go. It sounds a little better. Still a little grainy. I don't know what's going on. That might be my voice. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. All right, Vin Diesel. Say that again, bro. Right now? Hello? Forward the email. All right. I'm sorry. I'm talking to CJ. Oh. Man, but you sound super staticky, man. Boom. There we go. All right, let me mute. There we go. Oh.